Welcome to Soulful Book Thoughts with me, the reader extraordinaire. Hello, my lovely bookworms, and welcome to the Reader Extraordinaire's Book Thoughts for the Soul. I hope you guys are having a good night or day, afternoon, wherever the heck you are in the world. And I appreciate you guys hanging out with me as usual for our Thoughtful Thursdays. Um, and today's episode is going to be the long-awaited Verity episode because I finally have my special guest. Hello. It's my mom. We read this book. I think I read this book first, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I read this book first and I was like, hmm, you got to read this because it's a very, it's a very, uh, I don't know, twisty is probably not the right word. It's very, I guess intense would be the correct way to say that. Because, and if you go on Colleen Hoover's um, website, she talks about, she has a little, a guideline to her books that says, it's like green, yellow, red for intensity. And Verity is the most intense one that she's written, which is like mature, mature, I think is what she says. This is for like adults only to read or whatever. And I didn't know that going into this. And the first book I ever read by her was... um. Oh, what the hell is that book called? It Ends With Us. I read It Ends With Us. Um, and if I had started with Verity and then tried to read anything else, I probably would not have liked anything else that she I did start with Verity. Mm, and so yeah. I've been... You'll have a struggle. Yeah, I've read a couple of others since then. It They're not um, as... they're nowhere near as... No. Intense as Verity This is, is almost like a different... I don't even know technically what genre this is. Um, okay, technically it's called Paranormal Romance, I think, which mm, doesn't make sense to I th- me. I think in one of the groups that I saw online, it was called a thriller. Yeah. Romantic thriller. Or yeah, something like that. it could be. It's also that. And it's so, she hasn't written anything else other than this. She writes young adult romance and I guess adult romance too. Most of her work to me that I have read so far, and granted, I've only read two, but I've seen this everywhere else about her books, that her number one critique is she writes like she's a teenager who's never written a book before. Yeah, I think, I think that, I think I've read four other than Verity, and they're all very light to me. Mm -hmm. They... I don't. I wouldn't say it's, she writes like she's never written before. But I it's would teenage say she angsty. Like, yes, she writes like she's writing to a teenage audience. There's yeah, a, even but her the characters, ones that aren't young adult. right? And her characters are like in their late twenties, early thirties, and I'm like, they would not be thinking like this. Um, so <clears throat> this one is not like that at all. This is a totally different thing. I'm not quite sure how she got here, and then. <laughs> really <laughs> didn't like continue writing like this i don't know why but i mean and overall the writing itself feels more adult not just because it's a thriller but because it's the writing is different and i feel mm-hmm. like it's because she had to write from or she was writing from like verity's perspective a lot of the time but um as usual i always go over the people's plot which is where i go on goodreads and i read the summary that everyone can have access to before i do spoilers um i always do spoilers because I feel like you can't really have a podcast about a book if you don't talk about spoilers. Um, But 
on my blog post that I also do about these, you have the option to skip the spoiler section if you would like. But even if you listen to this or you read the spoilers, I still say you should always read the book because there's nothing like reading it for yourself, even though if you know what happens, it's different from you reading it versus me telling you. So if you go on Goodreads and you go to Verity, um, it's by Colleen Hoover, of course. So this is what you get. Lo and Ashley is a struggling, also, I have to say, really? What the hell kind of name is that? But anyway, I kind of like it. Lo and Ashley is a struggling writer on the brink of financial ruin when she accepts a job offer of a lifetime. Jeremy Crawford, husband of best-selling author Verity Crawford, has hired Lowen to complete the remaining books in a successful series his injured wife is unable to finish. Lowen arrives at the Crawford home, ready to sort through years of Verity's notes and outlines, hoping to find enough material to get her started. What Lowen doesn't expect to uncover in the chaotic office is an unfinished autobiography, autobiography Verity never intended for anyone to read. Page after page of bone-chilling admissions, including Verity's recollection of what really happened the day her daughter died, Lowen decides to keep the manuscript hidden from Jeremy, knowing its contents would devastate the already grieving father. <clears throat> but as Lowen's feeling for Jeremy begin to intensify, she recognizes all the ways she could benefit if he were to read his wife's words. After all, no matter how devoted Jeremy is to his injured wife, a truth this horrifying would make it impossible for him to continue to love her. So this is where we get to the point of, if I had read that I maybe not because maybe I think this because I've already read it and I know what happens first of all why are you falling for this already married man and why is he falling for you it's it comes with the speed of lightning that's that's one that's of the elements I did not like the thing it, it's like <clears throat> it was so intense so quickly mm -hmm, and not just mm -hmm. like a physical she like I don't know. It's, it was an obsession more than yeah. love to And me. they have like... a child together and they also get married. But it like happens, like everything happens. Very is killed or whatever in the end. And they get married. Mm -hmm. And like move on with their lives. Like he's already done with Verity at the point that he like falls in love with her. Falls in love with Lowen or whatever you want to call it. But like... Mm -hmm. He also has another kid. Mm -hmm. So it's just weird because, and I find this is a trend in a lot of her books. She makes the characters fall in love ridiculously fast. <clears throat> and they have, like, it starts as a physical thing, but then it's like, oh my God, we're married. We have kids now. It makes no sense to me because normal people don't fall in love that quickly. I'm so sorry for my cats. If you hear my cats in the background, they're being crackheads <laughs> right now. But, I don't know. I feel like that was kind of the only thing that I didn't like, really, is that I, she's with this man so quickly, mm -hmm. and it's like, I know what our life is like together. You don't even know him. Yeah, she hasn't, I mean, there's no leading up period. It's not like it takes place over a, a period of, you know, months and months. It's just like, so, so, it all happens on such a short timeline. Yeah. It's like but from the time she gets there. Mm -hmm. She's already imagining them together forever. Yeah. And that's wrong on so many levels because you're, <laughs> you're taking like this poor, this poor woman is like, she knows nothing about Verity at this point when she comes to the house, she is like, Oh, this woman's so injured and I'm falling for her husband and she can't do anything ever. So let me just steal her husband. 
no, mm-hmm. you sh- probably shouldn't do that. You're taking advantage of a really shitty situation. Um, but that was probably the only thing that I had for a really, I don't know, like a, like something that bothered me throughout the whole thing that I like could not get over was that. But I mean, everything else was great. Like I loved the spookiness of it. The characters, I adore Verity because Mm -hmm. she's a horrible person. Well, and I think one of the other things that really I found sort of unbelievable or unrealistic is that he manages to hide Verity's condition from everybody. Like, what's happened to her, nobody knows. Like, nobody. (laughs) And I find that a little bit... I mean, that's okay short term that nobody knows that or that would be sort of believable. But you can't have somebody completely Mm. disappear from the public eye. Yeah. No matter whether it's the the broad public or it's the narrow public that forms part of your life. You can't just disappear from it and nobody be going, you know, something's wrong. Yeah. And hire a writer who, who... And hire a ghost writer because that's a big part of her job is to somehow channel Verity who is extremely popular as an, as an author and emulate her style, which is almost impossible because there are famous series out there who, you know, the writer has died or has decided they don't want to continue and somebody else will come and pick up behind it. You can always tell when the next person starts, Mm -hmm. you can always tell, even if you write a book with someone else and you alternate chapters, you can always tell who wrote what. Yes. I mean, you can't, it's not a seamless blend because you're not that person. But I love the, I love the, the spookiness of it, but I also love the fact that I had no idea where it was going. Oh, absolutely not. You don't know, you don't know the ending. You don't know, you kind of don't know a whole lot about anyone else other than Verity because the vast majority of the book is Lowen reading her unfinished autobiography. And when you start reading it, you're like, who is this? <laughs> because her book, and this is one of the reasons I love Verity. And this leads into the whole issue of there's a, de- there's a big debate about this book whether you believe the manuscript that Lowen finds, which is the unfinished autobiography, or if you believe the letter that um, Verity has hidden upstairs in her bedroom. So when you read this manuscript, your instant thought is, who the hell is Verity? Not a nice person. No, because... (laughs) She admits how selfish she is and she is selfish to the point that she is a terrible person because she's like, and this is also something that I feel like Lowen has in common with Verity is because she is very possessive of her husband, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. She is so possessive of the fact that when she gets pregnant accidentally, she's like, oh no, This is horrible because now I have to share my affection and he seems to care about the baby more than me at this point. No normal person thinks like that. Yeah, that was one of the things that I marked because I read your copy and one of the things that you had marked and that I had marked is one of the thoughts she's having about how she, her daughter's in her way and she says to 
are moms supposed to think like this or moms aren't supposed to think yeah. it's like no no they're not yeah they're not at all no. supposed to think like that it was really is really jarring because i've never read anything like that and it doesn't start out easily because when lowen picks up this copy immediately she's taught and this is also a book that is very heavy on the sex factor of things mm-hmm. because I don't know if there's really a reason, but it shows who Verity is as a person because her relationship with Jeremy starts is very physical and then they get married, but it's still like this. It's, I don't feel like there's any, like, that's like the most important part of their relationship. Yeah. Like the, it's not, you know, it should always, I guess, be a component of your relationship with your significant other, but it shouldn't be your entire. They don't have any real feelings other than that. Other than falling in bed together. That's, yeah (laughs) that's their main goal right her main goal and she details it in a lot of detail about all and like that's all it is in the autobiography and lowen's like i don't she's like i shouldn't be reading this but i don't want to be reading this because it's all you're talking about Mm -hmm. but as she gets further in and verity's life kind of starts to unfold as she's reading about her because she doesn't really know who verity is and nobody really does either they just know that she's this famous author she's like wow she's a terrible person and the big thing that the the public plot talks about is what she's saying of like, should I tell Jeremy about this book or not? Because she admits to killing, letting her daughter die, letting her daughter drown when they went swimming. And that part of the book, I remember staring at the page after she admitted that going, did she really just say that she let her daughter drown? And she basically set that whole thing up. Yeah, anyway. she did. She so, did. I mean, it was... Because yeah. she knew her daughter wasn't a good swimmer, mm-hmm. but she, like, sent her kids out because she has a son and a daughter. She let her kids just go swim, and she was like... They were in a boat. Yeah, they were on a boat. And, um... A canoe or something. Yeah, it was like a... Kayak I think it was a canoe. And she was, like, stalling, but she ended up pushing her daughter overboard and then pretending to, like... She got her son to the shore and then was like... I'm so tired, but I'm trying to go get her in the middle of the water and she drowns. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, she waits to call for help until she knows that she's dead. That they can't help her. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know where she is. And they like pull her from the lake and she's like, oh my God, my child. And this plan backfires because she wanted to get her daughter out of the way because she wanted Jeremy all to herself but it backfires because Jeremy is so depressed over losing his child like any parent would be that he doesn't want anything to do with her but she's like you're supposed to love me his daughter died he doesn't want anything to do with you right now but he has no suspicions that she she let her die he doesn't know any of that and I guess I kind of understand why Lowen is like, have you seen this? Do you want to know about this? But also she's doing it because she wants Jeremy, Mm -hmm. which is so selfish and so wrong because he's still this kind of broken person because doesn't Verity have a car accident? Mm -hmm. That's what happens to her. Yeah. She causes the car accident. Mm -hmm. She has the little boy in the car with her. Yes. (laughs) And he lives, mm-hmm. and you think the whole time that Verity is this, like, 
almost like a quadriplegic. Like she can't move. She can't do anything on her own. But then Lowen, who stays up late at night reading this stupid book and trying to, she's not, she's barely working anyway. She's just reading this book because she's like, I'm so nosy. But I mean, I can't blame her because I also would. But she feels like someone's watching her. And she's like, there's no, and it gets worse as it keeps going. And that's where the spookiness factor comes in because she's like, man, I don't know who's watching me. She's like, it can't be Verity because Verity can't leave her room. Verity can't do anything without assistance. Verity can't speak. She no. can't, she, about all she can do is blink her eyes, but mm-hmm. she doesn't do that much either. She just sort of stares off vacantly mm-hmm. into space. And she has a nurse mm-hmm. who takes care of her and her son is always in the room with her because he wants to be around his mom. Jeremy. He's not really around, so he has no, he doesn't really know what's happening because he's with Lowen. And so she's like, it can't be Verity. I'm probably just tired and I'm thinking things are, you know, I'm I'm seeing things or whatever. No, actually, it is Verity because you find out that Verity is not really injured at all. She's perfectly healthy. And I think it's her son who ends up accidentally telling her like Lowen's figuring it out but her son is like well mom saw you the other day and she's like what because she talks to him yeah yeah he he is the only one she talks to and she tells him you can't tell anybody mm-hmm. this is just between me and you right they have a secret relationship because Jeremy is like not around and it's weird because she loves her son more than anything. And I wonder if it's because he resembles Jeremy. Mm. It's not be. a sexual thing huh. at all. Yeah, no. it, that, you know, I don't think Colleen Hoover would ever write that because that's horrible. Um, I don't, I, if, I think it's just because it's her son and she really does love her son. But. Because I don't think she sees her son as a, a threat. As much of a threat to her relationship with Jeremy as. As her daughter. The daughter was. Yeah. Because. A lot of times, guys who have daughters are very protective. Yeah, men are very protective of their daughters and yeah. daddy's girls and all that. So, that makes sense. And, like, he kind of... And her son always kind of gravitated toward her and not Jeremy. Which is kind of funny because that's usually how that happens, too, sometimes. Mm. But I think her son acts... Like, says something and Lowen is kind of like, What? Mm. You talk to your mom? So, Lowen decides to go investigate when the nurse isn't there because she's nosy and has to know. And she goes in and Verity does very good of keeping the ruse going. And she's like, oh, okay. So she really, she really can't move or whatever. But I mean, she's hiding all of this. Like Verity, Lowen doesn't figure this out until much later. And she does end up showing Jeremy the manuscript because she's like, there's part of you that's holding on to Verity, but I have something that will make you (laughs) hate her completely and never go back. And she shows him the manuscript and he's like, oh my God. But they decide to hatch this wonderful plan to attack this poor woman who is, you know, unable to do anything. They decide, well, why don't we just end her misery? Why don't we just do away with her? Everyone will think she died in her sleep. It won't be a problem anymore. So they do. They end up killing her. The only bad thing is... They find a letter. Lowen finds a letter underneath the floorboards in the in, in the room. Bedroom. So she pulls this letter out and she's like, okay, 
what the hell is this? And this is where the big debate comes in, the manuscript or the letter. Because in the letter, she says that everything she wrote in her autobiography was not true. That all of the stuff that she said about hating her daughter, about wanting her out of the way, about it only being like a sexual relationship with Jeremy, like all of it wasn't true. She was just writing, she was using it as a therapy coping mechanism as like her worst self. But still, because I think her therapist told her, write it down, but make it, make it a character. She was like, you're a writer, so write it down, but make it as like a character. So she's like, this was just a therapy exercise. This isn't really how I feel. But if you're really writing that as a coping mechanism, isn't that how you feel? Yes, I am firmly of the belief that it was not... That the the autobiography was the real story and the yeah. letter was a cover. And there is, there's another, there's an extra chapter that got released that I have not read yet. Oh. But it's supposed to be a continuation of something. I'm not exactly sure. Um, what it is, but Verity... In the letter, Verity was like, I have been planning to take my kid and leave in the dead of night. Mm-hmm. Because she she staged the car accident because she was trying to leave Jeremy. According to the letter, she was trying to leave Jeremy and she was making plans to steal their kid, kidnap their kid and leave. Mm-hmm. And this extra chapter I'm not sure what it talks about but it's supposed to be I think it's like this last chapter that somehow got found and I'm not sure if it's supposed to give us an answer if the manuscript is real or the letter is real but I almost don't want it to because I like the I like the split is it a is it is it the manuscript is it the letter right I like that mystery and I feel like if this extra chapter kind of addresses that it it is one way or the other it kind of ruins the mystery but I don't know I think it'll be interesting to find that bonus chapter because it did get released didn't it yes well you know we forgot about the part where the girl is a twin and the her favorite twin she is convinced was killed by the one of the other by the other twin by the other girl and then that's why she kills her in the in the lake oh yeah 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 verity just has a lot of problems yeah and i feel like part of me wants to believe the letter because when you're reading the manuscript, it doesn't feel like someone could be that awful. But I believe the manuscript because people can be that awful. People really can be awful and hate their children and try to kill their children and then try to kill themselves and like all this stuff. But they kill Verity. So she, but even if she had the opportunity to talk, how would you know what to believe? Exactly. I mean, she's a writer. She can make anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
yeah, this could be a character, but it's almost like you have to have personal experience with this in order to make it a character be this real. So, I don't know. I, I feel like it, I feel like the manuscript is probably the correct way of thinking. But I also really like that Colleen Hoover made a character this awful because I really <laughs> like villains and I think this is awesome and that there's no redemption really because she dies. So, I mean, you don't really get to know either way. Yeah, you're left sort of hanging. You got you have to make your own you, decision yeah, about it. You have to choose whether you believe the mm -hmm. autobiography or you believe the letter that she wrote. Yeah. And I don't know if the letter is possibly like... And Lowen never shows the letter to Jeremy. Because no. she doesn't want there to be any doubt about what they did. Because they killed her. <laughs> yeah. Because she does have some regret. Because she's like, I actually killed a person. Damn. But like, she also doesn't want there to be any doubt for Jeremy. Because she's like, it's all about me now. We have our own little family. Which is so, which she's almost like Verity in that way. Yes. She, and I think she would possibly pass away if she ever thought that there was any connection between her and, Jer and Verity whatsoever. But there it definitely is, I think. So, I think the, I don't know if it, I don't know if they're on the bonus chapter. It actually, it, I don't know if there's like a little summary or not. Because I don't think it's like a official like standalone book. Let me see if I can find it. Colleen Hoover. <clears throat> just like a minute, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Yeah, it's not like a... Um, um, I don't even see it on Goodreads, actually. Hmm. It's somewhere. It's probably on her website. She has written so much. She really has. She's very pro prolific. Yeah. But oftentimes I find that very prolific writers write trash. <laughs> that it's not always very good. Like you may get one hit, which is Verity, in my opinion. And then you can get like, ugh. True. But a lot of people like her stuff. Which is fine. Um... Because, you know, I've read It Ends With Us, and I'm going to read It Starts With Us, too. <clears throat> so, um... To Verity, I think it's exclusively online? No, oh, it's in the, uh, the newer, um, hardback. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was going to see if there was, like, a, um... Which I also really appreciate that she released a bonus chapter because I think it's awesome when authors do that. They're like, hey, I have more to say. And they release that bonus chapter. But I really think that this book, the readability of this book was very engaging. It was good. Um, I finished it in five hours um, because I just sat down to read it and I was like, whew, let me keep going. So I always read negative reviews um, <clears throat> on my, on here. This is one of my favorite sections to do because half the time I don't agree with them. Um, 
but I was scrolling down just a second ago and there was a two and a half, two and a half star rating. It said, this is the funniest creepy book I've ever read. It's like, how is it funny? But okay. So I have sort of a plot summary of the extra chapters. I'm not sure. Who... Do you want to? No. Okay. No. Mystery. Yeah. No. Apparently that's, it's quite, quite twisty. Okay. Well, don't read, don't read it anymore to spoil it. Um, I'm not. Okay. But I, I Cause I'm going to do an extra, I'm going to do a bonus episode on okay, the bonus chapter that would when be I good, find it. Because apparently, yeah, yeah there's some yeah, stuff. When I find it, that was what I planned to do. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to read Verity. I'm going to read the bonus chapter and then I'm going to do an extra, like maybe like 15 minute episode or it, it probably might be a full episode if it's like that crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> it looks like it might be. So I always do negative reviews. I always go to the one star rating because I want to see what people are saying. So <laughs> full review. Maybe I should stop reading Colleen Hoover. Maybe it's not these books and it's me. Anyhow, I'm thinking the reason I kept coming back is because her plots are very interesting and the execution always falls flat. Mm. So yeah, the characters weren't super great other than Verity. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that both main characters thought it was okay to cheat when Jeremy's wife was comatose in the same house. Yeah. Yes. yes yeah. Definitely. I'm not as, as protagonists. I'm not in love with any of these people. I mean, Verity's a I horrible love Verity. person. I love I her because you, she's terrible. You like her because she's a horrible person. Because so, if you're team manuscript and, and that's where, that's where I get hung up because I don't think that even... Even if even if the manuscript was a sort of a therapy exercise or whatever, mm-hmm. as a parent, you can't write horrible things like she wrote about her children. Right. You wouldn't even think that. If you're a normal human being. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm all firmly team manuscript because I believe all the things that she wrote were mm-hmm. actual her thoughts and, and how that progressed. Yeah. So... I just, that's, she's a, she's not a nice person, but I just Mm-mm. do not like Jeremy or no. Lowen. Lo- I don't like. No, they're whore. I don't like either, <laughs> either one, one of, them. of them. And I, this, this review says that she's very supposed to be a psychotic and obsessive wife to Jeremy. It sounds better in theory. I thought it was executed very well that she was a terrible person, but mm-hmm. it says Jeremy being a cement wall with no personality. Her obsession made little sense. <laughs> yeah yeah there is that yeah this says um coho tried to write a dark character but honestly with the wattpad-esque writing there was no impact now oh no before we go any further <laughs> i have all i will all, i will do i will do a episode on fan fiction and fan fiction writing because this is more i talk about all kinds of stuff i talk about literature i review books writing all kinds of stuff authors so I love Wattpad. I've been a member of Wattpad probably since like 2015 or earlier, maybe even 2010. I'm not sure. Long time. I've written on there. Long time. My writing has gotten significantly better (laughs) from when I was a child. Mm -hmm. But you can find great fan fiction on Wattpad and you can find absolute trash on Wattpad. But it's called fluff writing a lot of times is what you can find on Wattpad. Not mm. not anything that has deep thought. It's just like you have this thought, you write it. It's not like you didn't spend ages like I'm doing on my novel. Lore planning, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. 
you kind of just, you just sat down, wrote it, probably didn't even edit it. There you go. <laughs> this is the way I feel about Colleen Hoover. <laughs> I agree when people say she sounds Watt Patty because on It Ends With Us, she's falling in love with this guy that she saw on a roof one time a year ago and they have, they get married, they have this kid all in within six months. That's some Wattpad shit right there. <laughs> People don't fall in love that quickly. It's like unrealistic plot lines happen a lot in Wattpad. And I agree with that. So apparently this person believes that. Um, also, I do agree with this. It's not erotica. So why were there pages upon pages of repetitive sex scenes? In fact, Verity and Jeremy's entire story was that. It annoyed me because it clouded the story. The book was 10% story, 90% sex scenes. The publisher should market it as an erotica if that's the case. Um, missed opportunity. Using sex as a tool to fill Verity and Jeremy's storyline is lazy writing when those could have been used to give Jeremy more personality. I agree, but I don't agree with that in the same time because I think that's literally just how Verity, Verity's character is. She's just consumed with sex. I think that's just her personality. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because she... Correct me if I'm wrong, but don't they have... Doesn't she go home with them and they end up together for like three days the very first time they meet? Yep. Yep. <laughs> and it's that's all it is for three days. that's all it is for three mm -hmm. days. They meet yeah. at a party. And she even tries to say that that is not what happened mm -hmm. in in the letter. She's like, it really wasn't like that. But like, yeah. what? No. This, I, I don't know if I agree with this or not, but Coho might be a bestseller, but she's terrible at writing tragedy and trauma. I don't think so. Um, but I did forget about this, and this is a good point. The main character's mom died of cancer a month ago, and while it's talked about in the first two chapters or so, it's quickly forgotten quickly, and Loan is too horny to remember her. The man who died in front of her, no follow-up on that trauma. Um, it just serves as a way for her to meet Jeremy. Um, no, I will say that I did read uh, another. It's an actually it's actually a series. Um, it's the Slammed series of hers. And, and it that really gives me YA vibes because the characters mm. are like, um, one of them has graduated from high school and one's a senior about to graduate. Um, I don't want to say a whole lot about the plot, but there's a cancer death in that one that mm -hmm. is treated much more um as much more gut-wrenching than the death in verity is and and those characters i feel it, it's <clears throat> it's the same kind of love at first sight or yeah um whatever and and even even more than love at first sight because I'm not saying that love at first sight doesn't necessarily exist, but it's a common but, trope in young adult. Yes, stuff. and so it's like they're obsessed with one another <clears> as well. <throat> but to me, it's more. It has a more story mm -hmm, point mm -hmm. behind their relationship than the whole Lo and Jeremy thing does. That yeah. that to me feels it's very. Uh, I don't. It's it's so unrealistic that it's just doesn't click with me but i enjoyed the book mm -hmm. i think that's why i read more of her books because i enjoyed right. that one even though i knew they wouldn't be as good thriller ish, yeah. -ish like that and but. i guess maybe i'm partial because i like so many thrillers but like this one was just such a different style of writing that i'm like where the hell did you go mm -hmm. like what are you doing this writing to me was so much better and i know this person 
is not happy with the ending because she thinks Koho can't write endings very well. I like the ending because it leaves you with a mystery because you don't know. Mm-hmm. The letter at the end makes us doubt. Um, like, that's not an amazing twist. She's trying too hard. I don't think she's trying too hard at all because I think she hit the mark because uh, yeah, it was, yeah. everyone is talking about it. And I think, and I haven't heard a negative thing about it. They're like, oh, yeah, I like that. And I'm like, okay. Well, um, let's see what this other one says. Writing, offensively bad. Plot, non-existent. Ending, abysmal. Cool. Moving on. I'm not even reading any more of that review. <laughs> brilliant author. Brilliantly written. Brilliant idea. Except I didn't like it. I didn't like the heroine. Couldn't relate to her. Didn't like the hero. Didn't like the story. Implausible. Kind of revolting. I normally like fucked up, unpredictable stories. The darker, more twisted, the better. This one didn't resonate with me. Sorry. Watch out for triggers. Cheating death of a child. Okay. Number one. I can recommend you some great... What's your name? A dot. A dot. <laughs> I can recommend you some great... Almost what you're almost what you're wanting is revenge porn. I can recommend you some great, horrible, you will want to vomit books that I have read if you want those. I don't know what you thought about Colleen Hoover would make you think that this was gonna be that type of book. It's not. Um, check out Aaron Beauregard if you really want some good stuff. And um Carlton Melick the third. Check him out if you really want some good stuff. Well, this person, straight to the point, what fucking bullshit. Love that. <laughs> The unseasoned Doesn't Walmart brand. Really yeah. The unseasoned Walmart brand version of Rebecca by Daphne Dumarier. Yeah. No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Rebecca is a classic. One of the best novels I need to ever that. written. I haven't ever read it. <laughs> it's great. The Walmart version. <laughs> but it's not Verity at all, at all. Yeah, that's why she said Verity is the Walmart version. Yeah, no. But Verity's not, not Rebecca at all, at all, at <laughs> all. <laughs> stars out of five. One, oh my God. One star out of five by Alette. This was dot, dot, dot stupid. I don't even know how to talk about this. I don't think it's an actual mystery thriller. It's just a romance novel with a slightly different plot. Sadly, nothing about this book particularly impressed me or intrigued me. Personally, I do not think this book is worth the time. Now, if you're looking for a classic that will stand the test of time and people will this be reading it, in 50 years, that's not it. No. But neither are any of the rest of her books. To, I mean, in, to and me. that's okay. And that's okay. People it's okay don't to read that type of stuff all the time. It's okay to read fluff sometimes. I mean, it's okay if that's your preferred genre and that's what you want to read it's okay but don't go into it thinking this book is amazing i'm gonna it's gonna be here for 50 years i mean it's wuthering heights material i mean it's not (laughs) no but it's a good book Mm -hmm. i enjoyed it it doesn't always have to be it doesn't have to be a classic and people like a lot of people i know like and i also always say this i'm an english major i graduated from college with an english degree and a history degree I don't like classic literature because it's god awful. A lot of it is terrible. And I know quite a few people that are English scholars like I am who also hate classics because they're just not good. And that's okay. You can fully disagree with me. And I personally, I mean, this isn't classic material, but I also don't think things that are classified as classics should be classics. But that's just me. That's a whole different talk for another time. I will do a different time, a different, I'll probably do an episode on that. But this person says, 
Unpopular opinion ahead, also many spoilers. I'm just going to read the a little part of it. How this book should have gone. Loan finds manuscript. Loan begins to read. Weird crap starts happening. Loan immediately tells Jeremy. Loan gets to one of many graphically gruesome child abuse scenes. Loan hands Jeremy manuscript and says, read this. Loan leaves. The end. And then she details how this book goes. Um, and then at the end, of course. But surprising. But surprise. The whole manuscript was just a writing exercise. Duh. The end. So, Yeah. I, but I don't think Lowen should have let. Like, I like the way the book went. I think it had more punch to it. And I'm not sure why people don't... Th- I am so sorry if you can hear my stomach growling. Because I can hear it and I... It's... Anyway. So, <laughs> this person, Barbara. Barbara, with a picture of a cat. I just finished Verity and wished it were possible to open up my skull, take out my brain, dip it in disinfectant. It's such horrible, nasty trash that I feel a bit dirty for spending 99p of my hard-earned money in something so unpleasant. I've never heard of Colleen Hoover, and on the strength of this, I've not missed much and won't be giving her a second try. I've read a lot of mystery suspense and consider Verity to be third-rate and predictable suspense with a lot of gratuitous and unpleasant sex thrown in to spice it up. Listen, I've also read a ton of thriller and mystery and i really liked this yes i have to say there is a lot of sex in it it's a bad grasp at soft porn mm-hmm. but that's just how it happened if you can kind of look past that it's a great book <laughs> in a way but opening up your skull and dipping your brain in disinfectant <laughs> i'm so sorry oh this is another one what the actual fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow um, a summary of my impressions of Verity. Dull and dull, char- dumb and dull characters. There's only three characters and they seem to be competing for the most traumatized person on the Earth Award. Cringy relationship, zero chemistry, a plot twist I saw coming. I did not. I didn't either. I did not see that. I don't I know how either. people are saying they saw this, but I, I don't see that coming at all. Um, and that would, uh, they're saying I'm not going to read another Coho book. So, most of these are the same, so let's just see what five stars say. Me, rollerblading into my therapist's office with heart-shaped sunglasses and a pina colada dropping this book on the desk. Boy, do we have much to talk about today. It is good. Bold, unrelenting, all-consuming, creepy, unputdownable. How did Colleen ever think of this dark and twisted tale so unique? I finished this book at 4am thinking, what the fuck did this author do to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Three hours later, and I'm still laughing and head shaking at the mindfuck that was this story. Excuse me, what? (laughs) Uh, How the same woman... Oh, this is true. How the same woman who wrote Atlas Corrigan could turn around and write something this fucked up, I will never know. True. Atlas Corrigan is amazing. I haven't Um, read that one. That's the character in um, It Ends With Us. Have you read It Ends With Us? I haven't read that That one. That one is good. Five mind-blowing stars. This one's a killer. So dark and disturbing. She writes romance books. Wasn't expecting this. Yeah, I mean, I agree with all these. This book was disturbing in a way that's hard to put in words. (laughs) The end. I can't believe it. Left me speechless, unsettled, unabashedly begging for more. This book is creepier than I expected. I love this book so much. I was hooked the entire time. I haven't had a visceral reaction to a book in this book in years. Yeah. I mean, see, I agree with things like that. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that it was one of the coolest books that I've read in a while. I think if you, uh, 
Colleen Hoover has a one of her her best friends' name is Taryn Fisher, who is also a writer. Mm. And I think that Taryn Fisher's books, I prefer them. Um, I've heard of Taryn Fisher. I don't think I've read anything by her though. Yeah, I I had read her some of her stuff before I ever even heard of Colleen Hoover before she ever exploded after Verity came out because I didn't realize that she had been writing for as long as she has. I thought she was relatively new, and she really isn't. Um, I think she just exploded after Verity, and everybody was tossing yeah. around Colleen Hoover as, yep. you know, the second coming. But um, it, so, if you're interested in another perspective on that whole young adult or romance or paranormal, I think Taryn Fisher is, to me, uh, a little bit more <clears throat> mature. Mm. level yeah than Colleen Hoover for me yeah I think that's probably my biggest critique about Colleen Hoover stuff is that I just feel like I'm reading a middle grade book some of her some of the things that I've read of hers are very much and I think she classifies some of them too as middle grade and I'm like well at least you know (laughs) definitely not this one no god no not this one so (laughs) I mean I think this was good I think the readability was it was very fast and engaging I mean I finished Mm -hmm. it in five hours like I said um it did not end how I thought I give it a five out of five um and I think next um that I'm gonna read by her everyone's told me to read Ugly Love so I'll probably give that a try um I'll probably um I have your copy of It Ends With Us, so... I think I might actually read It Starts With Us Before Ugly Love, because that that's the sequel. Next. It It is good. I'm kind of middle grade-ish, but I like the story. I think I would give... For me, I think I would give Verity a four or five. Just because I have such trouble with the whole instance happily ever after love you forever yeah, thing if i cared um, i feel like if i feel like i kind of kind of bothered me but i almost I got, can overcome over that <laughs> and put it at five because mm-hmm. of the mystery and because i like verity so much as a character mm-hmm. i just appreciate how awful she is and that she has the guts to admit it because i believe the manuscript i feel like she has the guts to admit it mm-hmm. and she's kind of like well i'm just gonna run away from my problems and start a new life because Jeremy obviously doesn't care about me like he used to and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, that's what's up next. I think I'm going to read It Starts With Us and then probably Ugly Love. Um, Don't forget that on January 31st, we are going to be talking about The Silent Patient. Um, That is our book of January for my little book club that I started. Um, Also an awesome book. Yeah, I'm excited to read it. Um, Don't judge me. I haven't read it yet. I'll finish it in a day, I, I guarantee you. Um, but I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Please submit your thoughts to me if you have not. Um, but if you don't, it's okay. I'll just tell you my thoughts. I'm just giving you guys a little bonus, a little bonus at the end of each month this year. Um, cause I've never been in a book club and I thought what cooler way to do it than make my own. So I think I'm going to call this the bookworms book club. Um, because that's what everybody cool. is to me. Um, <clears throat> I think I'm gonna call you my little thoughtful bookworms. Um, and then you guys can always find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Book Thoughts Pod. Um, I release every Thoughtful Thursday at 3. Um, the blog post comes later in the day um, because I release the podcast first. And then I'll release um, the blog post a little bit after that. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy listening to this and hanging out with me on your way 
back home from work or whatever you're doing for the day. Um, and it was fun having a guest. I'll probably have. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. I'll probably have more people or you can come back if you've not read the book first or whatever. Um, and then um, I'll probably do some like. Um, I'll probably do another author talk eventually and talk about some genre writing and all that kind of stuff. But um, I'll see you guys next Thursday and I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, night, afternoon, wherever you are. And I will see you next Thursday. Bye-bye.